Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by These Knobs. Doing good. Thanks. I'm, that's, I hope you're doing, I hope you're doing good, but I'm glad that you're doing well. Uh huh. Thank you. Um, hello to all of the newly joined listeners. Um, out in the world uh, this week, we gave a shout out to everyone from the Netherlands. So, welcome. <laughs> That's I probably totally offended everybody there from the Netherlands. I think they like when you mock them. Sound like an idiot? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, we're super stoked to have you. Um, I uh, am happy to be able to announce that we have listeners there, and and from so many other awesome places and it's i that's one of the things that i talk about uh, you know people are like hey how's the podcast going um how's your success blah blah blah. it it's not about that for me but um what i get really ratcheted up on is when i i find out in our stats i'm like oh wow somebody new just joined from like uh morocco that's awesome. I love the Netherlands, man. I, I send a lot of product out there. Hello, customers from Netherlands. <laughs> Thank you, Jared Brandon Pickup. This is so funny. I'm going to agree. Everyone I've ever had from not only the Netherlands, but like Sweden, Finland, mm-hmm. Scandinavia, fantastic I've people got to work a, with. Absolutely. I got a lot of Swedish and Norwegian uh, pals at, my, at the school that I went to. Mm. There was a huge number of Swedish and Norwegian people because hmm. it was like it was one of the main like transfer schools out to this art school Laguna College of Art and Design shout out what's up I don't nobody's how are you hello <laughs> okay <clears throat> anyway so in it so we are glad that you are with us um today is, we are going to finish up our pickup series about uh, time uh, I know Jared's going to wrap up our our series with the with the pickup grab bag. So all the things that basically aren't a straight single coil or a straight humbucker in the truest sense, we are going to cover, and that is going to be a lot of fun. Um, but first, let's talk about. There's a there's a conference call going on in the room <laughs> next to us. <laughs> the perils of doing this where we do it. Anyways. Um, so if you hear some smashing and yelling and stuff, that's what that is. Um, but uh, let's talk about what we had going on in the wor- in our worlds, in our music worlds this week or thereabouts. Gentlemen, Chris. Um, not a ton. We wrong answer. We uh, we be- have begun construction on a new studio, a new mastering studio. So that's kind of cool. Um, that's the main thing. That's rad. Yeah. Um, Pretty excited about that. In the same place? Um, yeah. So uh, we have a big, huge basement in our house, and I, I work down there now. We've got a specific studio set up. We want somewhere a little bit bigger, so we're clearing out a bunch of space, and uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Cool, man. It's sound better. Bigger? Bigger, and we're going to use, uh, we're going to get, we're going to go to a mill that mills trees, like actually cuts them into boards. And get the bark boards that are cut off. They're like oh. sort of half round. Yeah. And then I'm going to get those milled so they're straight on the sides. And at least two out of the four walls are going to be trees. 
Oh, that's so fine. It, oh, that's rad. And there'll be a gap in between them. And that'll so help with the sound. Yeah, it'll be a natural diffuser. That's awesome. And it's going to sound totally kick-ass and be cheap, too. And yeah. beautiful. So and I'm, cheap, beautiful, and sound amazing. Win. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really, really excited about it. So how many people are in this basement? Just me. Ah, okay. Yeah. I thought you said we... That sounds like more than you. Uh, it's like me and my wife. Oh, okay. you know, we make decisions together. Well, that's nice. Like this, you ask her. Yeah. Her opinion. Why? No. <laughs> that's, that's so bad. I didn't mean that. Yeah, I'm sure did. she's a lovely woman. I'm sure she's a lovely woman. <laughs> she's no lady. She's fantastic. That's my woman. She's that's supportive. gonna be that. That's that's my smash hit country song. I, I t I'm t now that I've actually said that, somebody's actually gonna use that. And I'll be like, damn it. <laughs> I've been saying that for years. It always happens that way. Yeah. Okay. So I have more questions. Oh, yeah. I ask away. Go oh, ahead. boy. Is that the most elaborate part of it? Or are you doing other um, treatments? There's going to be all kinds of treatments and a lot of you know, like the standard, like rock wool, lots of that. But the big thing, I wanted to focus more on diffusion than absorption mm -hmm. on this one. And... Like the more research I've done on diffusion, diffusion is when sound hits something and instead of just reflecting back, it reflects back in like a million different ways. Yeah. Tree bark is just about as yeah. the most diffusive material known to man. So hopefully ash, something with a real thick, deep groove in it, and mm -hmm. that will, uh, uh, it'll be off the wall a little bit. So it'll be a bass trap uh, with gaps it. in between it. But... Yeah, Beyond will be a bass trap, but it itself will decimate. I got a question. Go for it. So, <laughs> yes, Michael, go ahead. Whoa. So, what's, I don't know what that was. <laughs> when you, I'm full of those little sounds, man. I, I can't help it. So, when you think you have the room sound, um, what do you call it? Mm, sound diffused. Purdy. Yeah, whatever. Purdy is the technical term. How do you test it? Do you do you record a bunch of music or whatever when you think you have it down, and then is there some program you run the well the file through? Like, how do you know it's right where you want it to be? There's two philosophies on that. Um, one is that you use special measurement microphones and software, and you do sinusoidal sweep tones, so boom in okay. the room, and then you measure test it. Noises, and you're you're making sure. And a lot of that's done beforehand by how you design. The room we gotta come over and sit in on one of your sessions it'd be fun I just invited myself do it i think it'd be awesome i would love to learn about that it's it's probably not as interesting it's so technical so mm -hmm. you're like diving in of like i'm going to adjust the attack on the fourth compressor yeah I've, so it's no yeah, yeah i've yeah. said in on those awful. kind of things before Actually. you'll be like did you hear it did you hear it did you hear that no. when i was it's a kid point one percent no. better yeah. i'm gonna go do that a hundred more times <laughs> My dad recorded great. a demo when he was a kid, and they had to take me out and take me to McDonald's because I was so disruptive. <laughs> I can't say it. Because you were so I'm hungry. Fidgety. Yeah. I'm hungry. I ate like four eat. Big Macs that day, man. They tried everything they could to calm me down. <laughs> Feeding you Big Macs, I don't think it's the way to calm you down. <laughs> no, like, it works. I was like eight years old, man. And I, <laughs> Do you want another Big Mac? Yes. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. yeah, there's the science. But then it's like anything else, I think, personally. Many people would disagree with me, but I think there's also a lot of, like, do you like how it sounds, mm -hmm. too? You have to goof around and experiment and make adjustments. And I like your idea on the nat going, going natural. It's, it's kind of like um, 
some architects have designed buildings after cactus because of the way they're hmm. structured. Wind and torrential winds can't knock those things over just because of the way they're, hmm. they're uh, naturally shaped. It's pretty interesting. So is this going to be like a nudist recording area, mastering area? All natural. Oh, yes. Nice. That would be interesting. My grandma always says, Chris, it must be so nice. You don't have to get dressed up and you go to work. And I always say, sometimes I don't even get dressed. But um, It's actually pretty true. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to hose off my office chair every three weeks. Oh, man. That's Are you getting awful. new gear as well to go with this? There'll or? be some new gear. Okay, good. We good. can talk more about we'll do that single end, ended triode amplifiers and... Oh, yeah, we were going to do speakers. that. We never did do we that. We should. We'll That's do part that. of the plan. Let's do that. Humongous full-range speakers. Let's do that Sunday. One of the speakers in the new thing. Let's do it. Sunday, we'll do that. Yeah, not Call today. Me. Sunday. Call me. Do it. Let's okay, do it. moving on. <laughs> that, was, that, that, that was terribly interesting. <laughs> terribly. Uh, Jared. Oh, man. I'm still thinking about what he talked about. What, being nude? I think pants? I lost what I... Well... <laughs> No, it's new in mine. Um, Did you get new pants? No. Okay. I got to sew a button on one of my pants, though. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, glad you said that. Um, <laughs> no, I've got a 62 SG, a Gibson, and uh, I put the original pickups back in that. Mm. But And that's that's pretty cool, and I played it, and that sounds real. That's one thing I did this week. But what? Well, what I really want to bring up is... I've got a, uh, a Stratocaster neck. I bought like four years ago off of eBay. And you buy a blank neck, and it's the wood that you're excited about. It's a it's a maple, Most hard maple, are. and it's got bird's eye mm, all yeah. over the place. Mm-hmm. It's like just filled with bird's eye, and it's pretty and blah, blah, blah. And I on tried the, to... On f- the fingerboard? Everywhere. Wow. It's pure maple. Is it a solid? So there's no laminate on top. Yeah, I don't remember. It's it's okay. probably both. It's just there's a there's the board is probably bird's eye and the back is probably okay. Bird's so eye. just kind of took it from the same all from the same piece. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. Well, the, the person who sold me the neck, I said, I want a shape like this, and it totally didn't come that way. What you what shape? I wanted it shaped like a, a late '80s, early '90s uh, Fender Strat plus model neck they're mm. they're slim taper mm. they're slim and wide they're um okay i just love those kind of necks and it didn't come that way it came like a c-shape Eesh. and real stratty and i was like eh. so i just kind of tossed it in the corner and and my buddy that lives down the road that builds guitars i gave it to him i said hey man reshape this thing just make it different than what it is refinish it because i sprayed that uh, amber lacquer crap you get at Stumac. Well, actually, that's good stuff if you know what you're doing. But Wait, I sprayed, you sprayed that. lacquer all over your. Body. I don't know yes, what I'm doing. When I, I'm using that stuff. I'm terrible. Right. You're supposed to. And I didn't know what I was doing. You are supposed to finish the maple next. You are supposed to on the front. Yeah, on the I, it front. just it looked too ambery from to me. And oh, I was like, eh. yeah. Every once in a while, I weird. see those at like uh, music around. And you're like, what is what these super, orange, super orange necks? <laughs> yeah. What is it's idiot. really aged. Yeah. No, I, I said, just lay off that, strip it down, reshape it, refinish it nice. Put Smack a, it, flip it, rub it down. Put a 50s Fender logo on it, and he did. It looks awesome. And uh, I'm probably going to find a uh, 
a relic old looking body for it or something. I know some of you guys don't. How like old that. is the neck, by the way? I don't know how the the wood is, but no, I mean, but it like so. Are we talking radical different uh, headstocks like CBS headstock? No, or? it's just a plain fender looking okay fifties sixties and then. Do you guys like the? I like the big CB. I don't know the what CBS it is. I, I think the CBS headstocks are awesome. I think they are too. Yeah. Yeah. You can get bigger logo on it, but they're great. <laughs> it's yeah. I don't know why they. It's did just that. the rest of the guitar that I hate. How, <laughs> was it from the nut down? Is yeah. what you're saying? Was it more uh, productive to make that thing bigger? That's what I want. It was different. And that's probably what they were going for. We that's the only damn different. thing we they need changed. To make it ours. We need to let everybody know we're taking over. Other than yeah, other than taking one of the screws out of the neck. Uh, the neck joint. Yeah. They made a three. Well, anyway, now we're just talking about vintage fenders. So there anyway, I, I want to find a, a real nice, uh, a quality body for it. And I don't know where I'm going to get it. I, I might just look for something random Why on eBay. Why don't you have your guy build you one, man? Eh, I don't know. He's too busy. Why don't you build one? Do whatever you, you need a project. One. You need to build one with me. Well, I'm going to build one, too. I don't have time. I've been meaning to build one. I have a, a hollow oh, body telly. Do you guys not you, realize you, 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 the how... The idea foundry and bust it you, out, dude. Carving nice. out a fender strap body has got to be like an advanced nah. kind what? of thing. What do you mean? Routing it out or carving it? Carving, routing, just by the getting program, the right you know, shape. Template I mean, program and do it all for you. Well, then you're not doing it. You're not hand doing it. You're just, the program does it. Yeah. Well, no one you, hand builds I'm it just, anymore. You burn it out. The old way, the caveman did. Like a dugout canoe. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to get it together, man. Put some pickups in it that I build, and I could demo them or something. I don't know. What kind of, are you thinking about what kind of body? Uh, 50s, preferably, like I guess. 50s Strat, okay. Yeah, it's, it's going to look like an old 50s Stratocaster, like so. burst? No, I think a custom color. Mm. You tend to go for the flashy bits. I do. I do. I have a question. Yes. I was talking to Todd about this the other day. It would be rad if you had a guitar where the pickup holes, maybe like a, where it was routed all the way through the guitar. Yeah. So that you could take various pickups. Gibson made a model like that. Really? Yes, they I did. I did not know that. I don't know the model number, but I know they made those and they're rare, but you can buy them and they make pickups. Um, and they're in a, a slightly larger casing that they encase huh. the pickup with, so you could just quick change. DiMarzio's got to have that in their factory because they already have the, the plug-and-play. Mm -hmm. uh, the DiMarzio has those, right? Or is it... Gibson has them. I no, know no, 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 but I mean, but you, you, when you, when you get aftermarket pickups, yeah. it's a solderless ones. Yes, oh, they're the ones who have that, plug. right? Yeah. Gibson did that now, too. Um, did they? I don't know if they still do that, but they have... Let's take they have fun plugs. out of it. Screw that. I place. would love to see a video of somebody with a guitar like that that's like, this is uh PAF humbucker. And I guarantee you there's gotta be one, man. If those then, Gibson guitars are out there. I think it's gotta to be that. All you gotta do, man, is that's get what, some crappy Les Paul or um Epiphone Junior. Yep. There's like ninety dollars at a used store. Without a carve top. Carve out the back, yeah. figure out a rig, slap it in there, do like, it. Like like this neck I bought, the the uh, bird's eye. It, it looks oh, you got so a bird's good. eye neck? It's super bird's eye. <laughs> bird's eye, bird's eye, bird's eye, bird's eye. So, and I've had it for so long. It's been like sitting 
up on the uh, water lines up into the ceiling in the basement. I'm like, I got to do something cool with this thing. So finally, I'm doing something cool with it. So that that's what's going on in my world right Good, now. Man. That's that's not just pickups. That sounds like an awesome adventure. I'm serious. Like, I'm getting so much pressure from my family. Like, dude, why haven't you made a guitar yet? Hmm. Like, I, I I have no problem going down that road. It's just I don't the neck thing, the neck the neck scares me. The building in it, like refretting, working on the board, like any anything on top of the neck, I'm cool with. People go to school for that. Shaping stuff, it, routing out the truss rod, all that business. I'm like, man, that yeah. seems like some serious science. Like, I, a lot of people just buy. Well, I know, yeah, but I'm getting, I'm getting pressure. No, 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 don't do that. Like, you got to carve it out of the tree in the back. I wouldn't do that. I would get the, the frets already in. Get like a mighty, even like a mighty might neck. Yeah. It's the fret work alone is. I, I'm an all-parts yeah. dealer. You can get stuff half off there if you want. What? What? Here You're I am talking about it. <laughs> My wife's going to awesome. be so mad at you. <laughs> I am an all-parts dealer. Oh, that's man. true, but I'm not going to give everybody that's listening the deal because that would be bad for me. Yeah. Anyways, okay. I can't wait to hear more about this. Um, I like yeah. this idea, though, of a swap in the pickups. Like that should be your body. You should make that for testing pickups. Totally. If you made and a video can... of you demoing all of the pickups that you make in one guitar without changing the strings. Yeah, but it, it'll be in a it'll be in a strat. So I mean, you could do all the single coils and but stuff. You could, yeah. But it would still and be then in. just and but having a different one that's that's a, like and you could slide the pickup back and forth. Yeah. We'll have linking oh. guitars oh. positions like instead a, of a wah wah pedal. Like your actual pe your pickup slide well, like that, an Armstrong. Could work. Oh yeah 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 like the monkey stick thing right? Yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are crazy. Crazy pants. All right, Hefe, what you got? Uh, what, what is new? I got all my stuff back from Jay. Did you really? That was exciting. <laughs> Jay Donovan, we miss you, we little do. buddy. We do. We so, miss you, Aaron Cook, too, doggone it. that? You dirty bastard. Aaron Cook. Sounds he, was the, he was the bald guy with the beard. He was really <laughs> angry really, all the time. Well, we Looked like he was on Veep. The beard. Semi-beard. What's that? Nothing. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is a shadow. Shadow Bay. Me and Jay have never been on a podcast together. Never were on a podcast together. Oh. No. I met him one time. Yeah. That's it. Did you, you shake do? his hand? I, th I think I did. Ooh, that's not a good idea. Smell the cabbage. <laughs> what? Smell the cabbage. <laughs> um, okay, so do tell. What's going on? Uh, I, I may have talked about this before, so I'm not sure, but the idea of different amp models running through different cabinets... We talk about this. Say yes. Say no. Maybe. Maybe. But well, now that I have my other, other cabinet back, I can run like true uh, different amp sounds out of two different cabinets and try to do the blended cabinet or the Wait, blended amp sounds. I tried to do that. Well, I know. I like, thought we talked about this. The bad. You're like, that's don't do that. That's the no. Stuff. That's you're talking about something. Yeah. If different. you don't have the grill cloth that goes with that speaker it's it like won't sound right. right it won't sound right oh no i was talking about actual speakers <laughs> this is amp sim with oh amp sim. full range cabinets oh yeah gotcha. so i can run like a marshall right, 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 amp right. with a fender amp and try to do the hmm. the, the dual amp i love that sounds. idea we did a recording one time where i so i had a man i had it was wacky jalopy i i the parts in it were ridiculous it was like a uh it was a Randall, a uh, big giant Randall. 
Hashtag from the eighties closed back, just super scoopy. And, uh, and then we also super ran super scoopy. That's a great name. Super scoopy. Something. And then we also, um, Ran That's a new pick. A, I think it, but right there. Oh, it's super scoopy. Yeah, super scoopy. Yeah, you got the mid scoops, right? Super scooper. Make, or scooby dooby doo. Yeah. Scoopy dooby doo. I'll have Hannah Barbara all over me. There you go. What? Yeah, don't say the actual name or else we'll really be screwed. Don't do it. But anyways, anyways, yeah. so 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 this big dumb Randall half stack and uh and an AC thirty blended. That sounded awesome. Hmm. I love it. So that's the challenge, is actually the blend. Is not as easy as you'd hoped it would be. No, no. <laughs> well, there's a lot of weirdness that goes on, and it's like certain ones will work together nicely, and certain ones just sound like total junk. In the sim world, I think it's in general. Okay. Everything I've been reading out about, like, well, you can't just take this amp and mix it with this amp, and it sounds great. It's there's a lot of kind of pick and choose and test, and these work well together, but these yeah. do not. So it's been kind of interesting. Mark Desenzo, our our mutual friend, would have much yeah. to say about that. I'm sure. Oh, oh yeah, man, he would have. Yeah. I'd actually really love to have him on to talk about speakers. I was talking to him on when I was looking for my cabinet. I mean, on behalf holy of Mark, crap. he's just going to say, "Get a greenback, get a greenback." Get a greenback. <laughs> <laughs> that that is that was true. done. All right, done. Yeah. That is true. But but aside from what kind, just all of the uh, <laughs> what the hell was that? Was yawning. Oh, <laughs> that's, how you <laughs> that's how I fight off a yawn. You know, you're thinking about those Big Macs. Right? You're giving it hell right there. Oh I'm man, thinking about Mikey's late night sleep. Um. So, yeah, we were just talking about like paper and a used speaker, like the the flexibility. But like, holy crap, we're going down so much detail. This is Mark. I got to get you on here and do this. Um. But it's interesting because you're talking about amp blending, which could give you a blended sound. But I was when I was talking to you. I was talking about, hey, I've got a, I've got a, a twin cab. Um, why not mix up the speakers in it to get a blended sound? You're like, no, that's stupid. Don't do it. Hmm. I have an Ernie Ball, idiotic, I said, foolish. I said, wouldn't it's, one be stronger? Is than it the worth other? the money and effort to do it? Could be because you're not going to know what you end up with. Is what I was getting at. You're going to spend money. You might end up with something like oh, I don't like that at all. I have an That's Ernie true. Ball stereo volume pedal. So it's a volume pedal, but if you kick your foot to the left, yeah. you hit a lever and it switches it from normal volume to pan. Weird. Mm. That's weird. And uh, who's so got time this. to do that on stage? <laughs> I see this. Well, I, I used to run a rig in total stereo, so I would do ping pong delay left and right with an acoustic with du- with two direct with two direct boxes. Talking my language. Pan it left and right. And so you could get this crazy space, even as a solo artist. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you could that sounds like some Dave Matthews crap or something. It was pretty fun, um, <laughs> but you could you can do it with electric guitar amps where you can have your guitar going in the front and the mono left in or whatever right in, and then you have two amps on the other side and you can pan Throw back it. and forth and somewhere in between to mm-hmm. get a blended. So now tone. now that sounds like a Steve Vai move. Like where he, I can see him holding his guitar straight by the whammy bar. And flinging his big cape, and then going, wow, wow, wow. Jimmy Page with the uh, Fairman. No, that's completely. That different. is totally different. <laughs> no, it's different. not, man. He uses his, <laughs> just like you were easy, using his arm to control the weird sound to make it look like it. That's yeah. what Jimmy oh, you're Page saying, did, and song okay. remains the same. Yeah, no, we talked about that. I'm a big fan of stereo did theremins. It, did it pan though? 
You know, it, as far as as far as the what? stereo thing, it all depends where you're actually standing mm. while you're playing. Yeah, you moved a little bit to the right. Eh, it sounds weird. A little to the left. Eh, it sounds different. Yeah, that's the same problem with different amp styles. It's the cancellation of frequencies, and it gets you in a weird spot sometimes. Yeah, I used to I love, love to do doubles when I was doing stereo. So I would do a lot of looping. So I would double a part and paint it hard left, and double it and paint it hard right. Everyone's basically... So it makes you sound like you got a full band behind you. Yeah. So everybody... It sounded reasonably the same no matter where in the room you were standing, but it sounded really kick-ass in the middle of the room because it was super thick. That sounds like an awful lot to think about. It really was. That's It was too much. Bunkers. It was very stressful. (laughs) The only thing you could do to make that more complicated would be using one of those guitarps. Oh, yeah. Uh, There's a a guy from (laughs) Columbus... While you're doing it. What was his name that used to do that sort of stuff? His bananas. I can't remember his name. He's one of the best in the world. He didn't live in Columbus anymore. He moved like 10 years ago. But Yeah, and what did he do? He played like harp guitars and had all kinds of crazy looper pedals. And you know the guitars that have, that like, it, it looks like a, like a medieval instrument. It's got a guitar, and then usually up on the top strings is like the... Um, beyond the neck, like the headstock curves up, and then oh, there's yeah. it's got or, all these other strings. or even yeah. kookier is the ones that where the harp strings run harp harp underneath your actual strings diagonally. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, it's crazy. Nah, I got like that thing. That. They're quite expensive. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. yeah. What the hell's up with those things? Ain't nobody got time for that. I don't. I've never seen someone play one of those live. I think that I have, and it was bananas. bonkers. That neck's got to be one of the strongest necks. That guitar with the the bass, but the bass strings don't have a neck. Oh, no, right. The headstock I see. Of the, I, you know I'm what, sorry, you listeners. You know what those are not, probably are? That's probably those silicone uh, strings. Bill Dutcher. Right. That's the guy's name. Bill Dutcher. Good old Bill he lives Dutcher. In, I think in... Uh, <laughs> he's from Columbus, but now he lives in like Arizona or something. But this guy was bonkers. I mean, he was like world-class and he would play those harp guitars and mm. play out a lot around here and it was crazy mm. he was probably irish cerebral um it's a good word to all right it. so Did yeah you ever, uh, see a guy play the chapman stick i've seen that on youtube there's a guy i knew that played one and it was phenomenal the chapman play. stick chapman stick is that that is that like the aluminum pole guitar S- sort of it's like a aluminum huge pole. wide fretboard and you basically oh, play that's it like not a piano at all. like this it, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Chapman like double, stick, two handed. Yep, like yep, yep. You gotta be careful how you say that, man. <laughs> yeah. Oop. No, that's weird. It looks like if Rambo. I mean, played are you guitar, actually that's playing guitar Rambo at that play. point? Really? It's well, it's very Stanley Jordan esque. Like you're cording on one hand and yeah, doing yeah. other stuff on the other. And, um, but there's a lot of strings on there. If you've never seen a Chapman stick, you should Google it. You should pull yeah, your car I mean, over to is, the side of the road and Google it. It is pretty amazing to watch, but. I think for like five, like maybe three minutes. Yeah, I couldn't watch more well, than, more than that. He he played like rock more rock style tunes. Yeah, so it wasn't just instrumental nonsense. I don't know. It was it's distorted. Not for me. In, <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of over the edge. I like the idea of just having a bass player and a couple of guitar players. <laughs> yeah, and I don't bass I don't need it's been a done. bass player. Yeah, yeah. just get in the way. Done. Well, I could play the drums while I play the guitar while I play the keyboard. Oh, well, keyboards they got that while too with the with that. the um with the electric you know the electric yeah. pads that you can slap. Anyways. That's what I use. I used to. Um, to I learn. could see you needing something like the 
the the drum sticker. Well, I would just hit my acoustic in different spots to mm-hmm. make it sound like a drum and then loop that. Yeah. But it was great back when people bought CDs because uh, I didn't need to... Uh, there's a picture of Captain Kirk playing a Chapman. <laughs> Captain oh, Kirk? Man. No. Oh. Captain Pat... John Luke Picard. John Luke Picard. That no? is freaking ridiculous. <laughs> what is that? That's an Indian instrument. It's uh, got to be. Yeah. Some... Anyways. Well, let's see. Okay. The looper pedal was great because you didn't have to pay any band members. So like, you could actually go and play a show and be like... Hey, I'm just a lot out of, of curiosity. Money. What kind yeah. of looper pedal did you use? Because I am thinking about getting one. I had, I've had many of them. Um, I've had just about everything. Most people have the Ditto. I had the the Boss RC20 and the Boss RC50, but my favorite is from a small company in Texas called Boomerang Musical Products. I heard really? of those. Boomerang, they're great. I uh, see. I, I'm gravitated towards, and I don't know what the. I'll have to look up Boomerang, or Jeff's going to look up Boomerang. I but, am. I, I like the idea of, I'm a visual guy, so I like the, the boss with the radial readout, like, and that's as much as you have to go. Those can be useful on the boss one because you can store stuff in there and then pull it up and use it live. The boomerang is great. I, I got to help design it Holy a little bit, crap. actually. It's the smaller one. It's the newer one. But the, there's nothing small about what's that. What's the small one you're pointing? Yeah, at? it's pretty huge. The one on the on the far left. It used to I be mean, like that's as big as a Ouija board, dude. How long would well, it take to actually get used to that before you felt comfortable a long time doing, a, doing but a show? What's cool about that is you've got four different looping sections on the boomerang. It better be one hell of a coffee shop that you're rolling. That it was fun, <laughs> but the each loop is synced to every other loop. So your master loop, you would go like one. Chugga, 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 chugga. So you chugga, don't have chugga, to tap chugga, tempo chugga, each loop. Exactly. That's And smart. then they would stay all synced up together, and then you could pull them in and out, and it was stereo. So you would have various stereo loops. What does a boomerang three-phase sampler run? Do you know? Um, I want to say three ninety nine. dollars That's about that's what about I paid. Right. That was a Why while ago. you just make an app for your iPhone? No, man. Screw iPhones and live guitars. <laughs> what I mean, makes the boomerang... Unless that so, works for you, then that's great. What makes the boomerang so great is the pedal that you actually push the button moves less than a millimeter i would say yeah so, so it's more just like a soft touch sort of there's a there's a definitely a click when you hit it but it because it's so rhythmic you, you can't very easily use like boss's style of pedal right because you hit that thing and it goes like three inches into the ground before it actually engages right and you don't know really where it's going to engage with that Oh, you just tap it I see what you're saying. And you're going to be perfect. Interesting. So That's the most important thing about a looper. Absolutely. You, absolutely. you could jimmy rig that, that boss to, to have a soft touch, though. You can, you and you can do external switch. pedals yeah. and whatnot. Um, you, so you could basically do whatever sort of pedal you wanted with mm. the boss, but... I just, the I just want the cool. radial readout. I, like, I just want to know, like, how much do I have? Am I, am I up? Like where where am I on the Well a lot of a lot of the newer the pedals, the time length is not the issue. I think the boomerang I mean it's minutes and minutes and minutes of looping. Like yeah. you'd have to be I, I think the R C fifty, I don't know what the latest one is, but it's gotta be an hour and a half at least. <laughs> like Jesus. Like you're not gonna run out of space. Who is doing that? Yeah. I mean it's like yeah, you'd have to be bonkers. What some people I'm will do stickman's doing that. Is is with the the boss and the other ones, and I'm I'm a little out of date on this. I apologize for that. But they'll if you're going to play to a track, you know, in the background or even like droney synth stuff mm-hmm. that you want to come pre-recorded, you know, you, you say, all right, loop number one, it's going to be that. 
I'm going to hit loop number one, and then I'm, we're going to begin playing the song. Yeah. And it's great because it's not a computer that'll crash on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. During a show. I like that. Okay, everybody check out the, what the, the Rang products is what it's called, the Boomerang Music. All Boomerang right. Music. Yeah, boomerangmusic.com. They're great. But the guy, it's one guy in Texas, and it was cool because I had the first Boomerang pedal, which was nowhere near as good as this the the third one or the second one. Man, that's a lot of... That's that and is a hell of a. Pedal. I got to like give him feedback, and he incorporated some of my ideas into the pedal, which was just super fun. That's cool. I don't remember what the ideas were. Was it? Hey, <laughs> but I remember being in Texas, made in Texas. <laughs> I yeah. think of Texas <laughs> instruments when I see that, like the speak and spell. Yeah, yeah. Ti eighty three plus. Yeah. You can't say that after he says speak and spell because clearly. Didn't he? That never went further. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. You're right. Why can't you say it? What? No, no, no. If you if you said yeah, because of speaking spell, and he dropped the scientific cal- cal- calculator name, you're not really gonna know what's probably. Yeah, I didn't know what the hell he was yeah. talking about. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Everybody else got that. Fun fact: the TI-83 right. Plus is and has been the most popular graphing scientific calculator in the world. It hasn't really changed in like 15 years because they have arrangements, Texas Instruments does, with all these governments, and it's required by curriculum, so they haven't updated their product, but uh, the price hasn't come down. No, it hasn't. It's still the same calculator, basically, that I used in high school 15 years ago. Yeah. Makes me want to buy one now. I hate yeah. math. We just had to buy one, actually. Hey, ridiculous. speaking of math. For the kids. Hmm. Oh, one of the... Jeez, it's pricey. Yeah, they are. They're super expensive. No fun. Hey, speaking of math, so my stuff that I was working <laughs> on this week. What math? Is um, Sorry. I'm building a new pedal, uh, which I kind of mentioned before, but I decided, no, 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 no. I'm going to mod the crap out of this thing. I'm going to take something that is essentially super, super simple. It's boost. And I'm, I'm going to make it unsimple, but in a simple way. Go figure, wrap your head around that one. So we're putting it. in some whiz bangery that isn't for, it's it's not for like oh look at all the different things this can do because to me that defeats the purpose of why you have that pedal. But it is making the function, the functionality of it, way cooler mm-hmm. and way better, and I'm super stoked. Was your wife like Todd? You can't build any more pedals, and you're like, yes, I can. I'm putting my foot down. Hey. Uh, Huh. That was good, man. Uh, I don't know if it was good. I liked it. I liked it. Uh, okay, so... Should I have bypassed? There, oh, it's better. Oh, that's better. man. Twofer. Okay. So, Jared, before we lose you here... <laughs> uh, we're out of time. Things. Yeah. Um, we are, that that took a... a that, Sorry. We just ate a huge chunk of time right there. Um, so, all right. Jared is going to talk to us now about all the things that, um, well, not all the things, but most of the things that we didn't cover in our first episode, which was single coils. And we specifically left off P90s out of that because I said, I know it's a single coil, but I'd like to talk about it differently. Yeah. Um, And then humbuckers, which there are a whole bunch of variants on that. Oh, yeah. um, so, P90s. anyways, Jared. Weird. <laughs> Jared. Yes. 
Let's do it. It's your show, dude. Go. Yeah. Let's let's start talking about. Okay, P90s is what's sticking out of, out of me first because <laughs> that's right. Because we're sticking looking at them. Because you're sticking yeah, out of they're, you. They're on the big TV screen here, and I see them. Right. But no, um, it's like seventy inches. It's there. Very big. There is not a lot of material difference between a P90 and a humbucker. Now the P90s okay, came around for material difference. I mean, physical, actual material. Okay. The base plate is different. Yes, it is. The the plastic bobbins <laughs> are different because you got one big bobbin to hold all that wire, which is about ten thousand turns of uh, wire for your P90. Yeah, bobbin. And then you've got two different bobbins that hold five thousand winds of the same size wire. So right. you have the same amount of wire hmm. and it's around the same output. And, so, and how many winds does a typical uh, P90? Single, single have? Single uh, coil? Average 7, is 10,000 vintage spec wise. Okay. Damn, so so close. Usually about 10,000. Yeah. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> Keep going. It's a Keep big going. number. I know. No, that's funny. <laughs> Anyways, I got it. Um, so anyway, do you, do you count that? Or do you have like a counter? Oh, he I has got a counters, counters, man. counter man. Yeah, counters, man. He hires counters to count it. All yeah. sorts of counters. But uh, okay, go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. I was just gonna say, like, <laughs> we are going to completely disrupt at every opportunity. Pretty so much. we have please to, do. We have to like yeah, let me stretch you get it out. This. Go. <laughs> no, we don't have to stretch it out. We got to compact. All right. So <clears throat> very, very uh, similar. Very similar, but uh, the way the, the humbucker is structured is to buck the hum because there's two coils uh, that gets rid of the 60 cycle. So the P90, though, it sounds a little similar, and it's, it doesn't have that real thin strat sound, tele sound, that, that traditionally what we're used to, uh, because there are, instead of a humbucker where there's one magnet, there's actually two magnets that are inside your P90, and they're the same size. Um, one magnet of those two are the same size as the as the one magnet powering that uh, humbucker. So you have the way they're laying into the base plate. Uh, the the south pole is they're facing each other and they're right up against those uh, pole pieces, the screws that stick out out of the top of that P ninety, mm-hmm. and that. That creates a, a south pole uh, magnetic flux, and when the pole, when the magnetic flux, when the um, it goes up the poles, and because it's kind of like a butterfly, maybe not a butterfly. It's so hard to explain if if I can't show the viewers a picture, but the flux field splits at the top because so it comes out like a fountain it comes out like a fountain think Thank of you. think of the morning glory pedal exactly and how that looks it it, it comes out the top but circles back right around. it circles back so you've got this really wide flux field on a p90 that's that's where you get your thicker sound um and that works with pretty much all pickups yeah if the the wider that flux field sound the Magnetic. There's so many different funny terms for it. The bloom, or whatever. Right. Uh, the larger that, the uh, the thicker sound that you have. Um. So, is there any? Is there a specific reason? I'm assuming it's has to do with something. But 
um, you know, you look at a single coil and they're like teeny weeny. Yeah. P90 is technically a single coil. Yeah. But it's huge. Of course. Because? Because there's a lot of wire and the wire, the way the bobbin is structured, all that wire is kind of, it's like flat like a pancake. Uh huh. And which, what is the P90 the original pickup? And then Humbuckers obviously probably came after. The Charlie Christian is actually. Oh, yeah. And that's P90 ish. It is ish. Yeah. But that's your first rail pickup, pretty much. Huh. Yeah. We covered so, that in episode one. Something. One. Gotcha. Yeah. So you obviously did not listen to episode I'm not caught up. One. <laughs> <laughs> but good question. So what are some of the other differences? Like what makes a P90, when people go, oh man, I love a P90. Why do they do that? Because they're awesome and they have like good taste sound. in music. Yeah. <laughs> you, I don't know, man. You, you, you have that, like I said before, that thicker sound. Yeah. But it's still a P90. You still have that okay. single coil chime. Yeah. So it's kind of like, a thicker. I don't want to say hybrid because it's not. Right. But it's... I think both of those qualities, you still have chime and, and you have that, because, you know, two coils, any way you run them, uh, you're going you're gonna to cut down on some of that higher frequency. Right. Well, there's just overlap in mm -hmm. them. Okay. So um, does the pancake style wind have anything to do with that? Well, yeah, because you're... Your magnets are most of the time your your magnetic flux has to go around that or or however that. So it takes a little bit longer to right. get around that. Yeah, the fountain's wider. Right. Okay. The there magnetic you go. Now fountain we're flux. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I'm talking like that guy. I just want everybody. To, no, you need to to have a you visual have to illustrate here. for yeah. those because people don't people aren't watching this. Yeah. So I think it would might even be helpful to. Maybe even explain the way uh, electromagnetism works. Oh, that was also covered in that episode was four. episode two. <laughs> I'm an idiot. One and two. Guys. <laughs> no, that's good. It's good you ask these questions, so people will go back to listen to get the there answers. You go. See, we planned this. I'm the sacrificial lamb to get you guys to listen to. <laughs> so, um, okay. So, what I'm trying to get at is. When you're looking at a single coil, and I'm and I'm trying to I'm trying to break this down to like I am someone who's just now I'm 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 just learning about this stuff, or maybe I've been playing for a long time and I still don't know what the heck these are about. Um the they do sound different. It's a much bigger pickup. The you you talked about that 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 wider magnetic bloom. Yes. Um what else is 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 making that is it because you've got the same amount of poles you've got a single coil you've got the same amount of wines and it's all the same materials so i'm looking to try to figure out like okay clearly there's a size difference but you, it, you know the magnetic bloom difference now going back to comparing that to a humbucker yeah it's not such a huge difference, in my opinion, uh, as far as the thickness of the tone, because you you still have a slightly large magnetic bloom when you have a, a humbucker. Yeah. Um, but 
you also have the complexity of, of two coils, um, you're going to have a, a different, different, uh, just different frequencies, but, uh, oh, that's my train of thought. <laughs> so, so, uh, you have the, derailed. The, I know. So the P90, it, it's basically how, it's basically how it's all structured together and how strong the magnets are. That's a huge factor. Okay. How many winds you have? How thick is the wire? How you okay. know? Is it wound tight? Is it wound loose? There's so many different little right differences, and there's so many variables we can. I'm gonna poke on something real quick. Go so ahead. I gave you my uh, Telecaster Custom Two that mm-hmm. had the uh, his dual P90s in it, right. but they were the, the uh, Duncan design dual P90s. The bridge sounds awesome. I like it. It's and it, and you're right. It, it it has that. I mean, the P90 is like right in the middle between the single coil and the humbucker in a very general way of speaking, sound wise. But that neck sounded like like a pile of dog crap. Mm-hmm. I hated it. it. It's just mud bucket. And you said, well, what we can do is, no, basically we could cut back on something major to thin it out. You want to thin out that sound. Right. Maybe not so much alone, but if you were going to combine the two pickups together. The yeah, bridge even, and the I think and you the even said running tap a tap it. So Yeah, tap it and then you, you know, can, if you want to go back to the thicker actual P ninety sound, then, right. You know, have a push push or a push pull pop. Right. Have you tried so the P nineties out of phase with one another, like a telecaster? Have you, ha, have you tried running your P90s out of phase? No, there's none of that's going on. That I've got the Les Paul Double Cutaway, the TV Yellow one they used to make with two P90s, and I put a push pull pot on it. And you're it, yeah, out of phase. It's yeah. pretty. It's pretty easy to build. You basically put like an X in the middle middle of the switch, so that when you pull it, switch gets flipped and it inverts the phase yeah. of one of the yeah. pickups, and then it doesn't hum anymore. Yeah, It no, gives I, you even a more honky sound. Yeah. I have that on my on my, on my Epiphone, or my, uh, well, it's an yeah. SG. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, well, th- none of that is on there. I mean, it's just, it's a straight, it's a, a straight custom Telecaster. So um, without, so when you said, Sorry. you know, maybe we just like, cut the wine cut cut into about halfway and that's where you're saying to tap out right yeah if you wanted to do that right away and if you didn't want to do anything like that oh man just roll back on your volume you know yeah that's one that's one thing you can do you, you'll get rid of a lot of that mud that mushy mud and yeah it, it'll sound more like a bridge though i i kind of know yeah I don't know. You kind of want to have them both full bore so you get the actual effect. Yeah. You know, I, but, I'm not, but it's just too muddy. You know, there's too yeah. much mush there. I okay. agree with you. So, uh, you guys have any other questions about P90s? Gentlemen? No. no. That's a negative on Jeff. Wait, Chris says. I'd be so curious. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how we would do this. But I'd be so curious what percentage of listeners have P90s or have used them or have a. Strong opinion. It's always so interesting to me when you talk to people that play electric guitar. Yeah. Not everybody has used a, a guitar with P90s on it before. Social media groups, man. They well, 
they I will they like, will chime in because there's always some guy that asks a question in a chime. social media group. <laughs> yeah, that chime in, woo, and and he'll be like, "Hey man, P90s or humbuckers? Which one do you like?" And everybody's like, "Oh, P90s. P90s are the best. Humbuckers suck, you know, and all that kind of thing and all that deal." And you'll have guys that swear by P90s all day, man. So, okay, let me let me ask this of you we're kind of looking at a diagram and it looks like a little tiny factory <laughs> okay and i i'm gonna i'm gonna explain this um you have a base plate mm-hmm. on either side you have a long rectangular magnet that is very thin sitting flat on the base plate in the middle it has all the all the pole pieces so it looks a little bit like a freighter ship almost. Um, and that is your P90, mm-hmm. right? Now, I realize that that is a single coil, but a single coil does not have those two big thick bars sitting on the base. That's correct, because the poles are actually the magnets themselves. Right, so we have that may have been the big question solved right there which is it's you have two full added magnets it's a, it's a super powered magnetic machine right you know that's what a p90 is compared to a strat okay you still have the smaller bloom on a on a strat because the the coil itself is is taller right um and it's not not so much pancake right so Okay, you know what, Jeff? Will you capture that? I'm gonna. I want to throw that up on uh, the Facebook group. That's really cool, and and that's very helpful. That that right there made me totally get. What and the it's big incorrect. Is. And it's incorrect, Jeff. Right. Don't put that up on. I Facebook. I already put it up on group. Facebook. You can now. If the N stand for polarity, um, that should the two N's on the end should be uh, S. Well, what if it? What if this? Wait a minute. Yeah, there, there's no way because okay. on a on a P90, you you have the polarities facing each other. Uh huh. On, on you know up against the poles. Yep. And that's gonna read south. And at the top of those poles, that's gonna read south too. Yeah. And and your north ends of the. Oh, I see what you're saying. I got see you. See what I'm saying? You. Yeah. So that diagram is actually wrong if, but it yeah. helps to illustrate so we'll fix it us we're gonna yeah. do a new one we're gonna make one <laughs> i'm gonna make one how fun um okay cool well that was very helpful to understand the, you know where p90s sit because i i, I like the sound the sound of them quite a bit I'd, 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 i would know i would love to have like a like a uh, a gold top with p90 i gotta tell you guys mm-hmm. something it's it's weird I've, I've been playing for i don't know like 30 years or something and I've never owned a guitar with P90s in my life until a year ago or so. I'm not kidding. And they do sound phenomenal. They're great. Yeah. Um, oh, and there's our lipstick tube. <laughs> Grab that one, too. So, all right, hit us up with, some, with a couple others. Well, on the uh, social media forum... And when I say that, I, I mean... <laughs> the social media. It's okay. It's, you can say the actual... Okay, Facebook. Yeah. Uh, and Facebook page is like... Uh, there's a pickup winders forum. 
and mm-hmm. a lot of pickup winders are, are on there. And some people ask, hey, where do you get this stuff? Where do you get that? So everybody's asking, like, where do you get stuff on there? And I don't tell them because I actually do this for business. And But anyway, some guy asked, hey, is there a big difference between uh, the electromagnet uh, pickups that you put in an acoustic guitar uh, versus the electromagnet pickups you put in an electric guitar? Oh, that's a good question. And I was like, I was like, no, man, it's the same darn thing. It's the same exact thing. It's, and it's always going to sound like an electric guitar because it's, it's, it does the exact same thing. Now, right. if you try to put that pickup into a, a classical guitar with nylon strings, you're it's not going to hit. No, yeah, you're going to get the the only metallic strings that are on that guitar. These are the acoustic guitar pickups that strap like into the middle. Yeah, like hole. the old. Yeah, yeah like the, the old Diarmans. Well, I got one yeah. in the mail today. The old Diarmans and the old uh, Music Mike. I I think all these weird little brands, and. Uh, Wait a minute. So the, the the like the Markleys aren't. Uh, um, you know what? I don't Bezos. know. I think they're like Bezos. Well, there's there's the wood ones. You know the wood. The I have one of those. Yeah. Yeah. The and wood one is magnetic. Uh, if it goes in the sound hole, it's magnetic, and it is an electric guitar pickup. If it doesn't go in the sound hole, it's it's probably a piezo crystal right based pickup. Piezo. But there piezo. Are, there are other variations of that contact mics and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little discs and junk. Interesting. All it right. does sound. I haven't plugged that in, in in years, but I have one of those Dean Markleys. They're not that bad for being worth, you know, They're, like yeah. thirty bucks. Yeah. yeah. I think I paid uh, a lot more twenty years ago. All right, hit me up with wide range, baby. Wide ranges. Um, you know, Fender's attempt to compete with Gibson's humbuckers, um, but yet still keep you know, the Fender thing going on with the pole magnets and Fender doesn't do that anymore because, um, they don't want to pay to have those made anymore. Mm-hmm. They, they're really difficult to put together successfully, uh, because you, you have all these different pieces and it's got to go on. Right. And if you tap, elaborate through, on that, cause that was very general, right? There. Okay. <laughs> they have all these pieces Right, right, right. Put them on a wide right. range, yeah. So you have um, twelve poles, uh, and okay. which is interesting because you can only see six. You can only see six. Uh-huh. So you have you so have you've got uh, six on each screws coil, and six lugs, right? right? On each coil, you have six screws, and two of those uh, with the flathead sticking up, and. The other three that are covered that you can't see, right? The flathead is is upside down. Okay, it's sticking out of the back of the pickup. So oh, interesting. It can be very confusing, and it's if you don't assemble those things right uh, while putting them together, you're just gonna have a heck of a, a time. Right. Like I assemble all the magnets, and I'm telling my secrets. Huh. I assemble the magnets before they're magnetized. And then I just take the whole bobbin itself after they're inside the bobbin, and that's when I magnetize the direction um, that they need to be. Oh, that's interesting. North and south. So that so you that you don't get it all confusing. Magnets. There's just two really majorly super powerful magnets that magnetize. Really? Yeah. There's a there is it's ma- it's magic magical science. Huh. So, all right. So you're saying that that is two 
too, That's two coils. It's too much of a of a hassle for Fender to make these, but they sound amazing. They do, but they uh, they make a kind of a humbucker version. It's less output. There's a bar. That's right. You were telling us that they said, hey, the real way we were doing those, we don't want to do that anymore, but we'll kind of do like a, it's not cost effective. a cheap version of it. Right. So when, when you say it's a cheap version of it, how did they essentially cheap that? The, the bobbins are smaller, so they could actually reuse those in a different model if they don't want to call it a wide range. Okay. So you could stick them both together closer. I see. Um I think they're made overseas too. Even the reissue, they call it the wide range reissue, and they say it's revoiced. Right. Listen, man, I don't want to trash Fender, but I'm not gonna sugarcoat what what you see out there now. Yeah, don't sugarcoat it, baby. Drop okay. it on us. So they're basically a PAF now. They have a PAF output. Uh, the only difference is the coils are spread apart from each other a little a little further. Okay. That's the only difference. And they they have the uh, same size screws. Yeah. And but they're just they're steel. They're not magnetic like the original ones are. I wonder if a Gibson patent expired right around the time that Fender decided to change. Well, no, no because um, it's so different. Man. That's an episode number two. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it's three. No, this is three. Okay. Boy, I sure so, wish I had listened to those. <laughs> So the wide range is in itself totally. I mean, it really does separate itself from everything. And uh, but let me bring up another really weird pickup that hold, I hold on. With. I just want to make a real quick. Okay, go ahead. The wide range. I never played a wide a wide range except until I played your guitar with wide range pickups in it. And holy crap, I fell in love with that. I hmm. it, it was like. The, the dynamics available and they were also tapped so he had tapped wide range pickups and it was like i had six guitars i, I was really truly hmm. blown away by that yeah i mean interesting but you, those were original that one original um wide range no no no, no. original spec i have yeah, those i have gear list wide now range. i want one yes you do the you guitar, guitar i'm, I'm building I'm putting that thin line telly. Maybe I'll. Uh... Oh, you're doing a thin line telly. I'm yeah. having one built right now. Interesting. I'm okay, we, we have, a half, have to hold to have well, another. Uh, like, what what is uh, what is the custom build that we're actually building? That's a whole other episode. So I wanna I wanna bring up this. Did I answer your wide range wide range question? Yeah, I, or my, you, you want to comment? How did okay. you answer my what? No, you, you just want to comment. I just want him to say it again. I'm sorry. <laughs> So no, and it my, was wonderful what you said too. I was yeah, you're right. It's, I wanted to try. I want the guitar now so I can try it. Was what my okay. comment is. All right, because I didn't get a problem. Try it. That's not a problem. It's the speedboat. It's, it's, it's the funky. It's fun to look at. It's fun to play. It, is it sounds awesome. It is. I didn't get play it. Heavy duty, like massive. It's light, like fingernail but, size metal flake, blue speedboat metal flake, aqua blue, custom, Tele custom. And it's made in Mexico, and the neck is awesome. The, and the neck is the neck is great, but it sounds freaking phenomenal. Hmm. It sounds amazing. Anyways, okay, hit us with another one. So here's a really oddball, weird, rare kind of thing, and it may be hard to explain, but I don't care. So uh, Lay's Guitar Repair in Akron, Ohio, really good, good friends with those guys. They do phenomenal work. 
and they do oddball stuff as well. They had this old national from the 60s, and the body was shaped like the United States. Oh, and, awesome. And I it want had, that. <laughs> yeah, Gibson made one too. Is the head shaped yeah. like Alaska? <laughs> Whoa! I don't think what so. What the hell is that? <laughs> it's like Woody Woodpecker. Okay, Yogi so Bear. anyhow, before I got weird, it's kind of like I don't, I don't remember how many pickups were on this thing, but Don, the guy who was working on the thing, he couldn't. When were there got fifty it, pickups? Five. Oh man. And yep. Sorry. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Oh, God, derailing me, man. <laughs> Awesome. Guitar. So anyhow, these little pickups. And the wiring harness was all jacked up when he got it. Nothing was right. So he couldn't find the right wiring for this thing. But one of the pickups was, it had his, this like wooden bridge type thing. What the hell is that? Perfect opportunity for me to make, me to make a joke. That American-shaped guitar, its infrastructure was all messed up and no! updating, just like our country. Whoa! <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Anyways. The bridge. No more political jokes. Sorry. Had some sort of wood wood bridge structure, and there were two pole magnets, like Stratocaster size magnets. Okay. That were, there were two holes drilled that you could slide these two magnets inside and there were these two tiny little coils that went around these two little pole magnets and it was sexual. supposed to uh <laughs> let him get through it <laughs> come on uh, it was supposed to pick up like this acoustic -y type i don't know what the hell the thing was supposed to do but don said just like america right Chris, it was, got it. I'm it, sorry. I it was like it. one of those it's a disease, right? It was like one of those uh, adjustable wood bridge thingy okay. doobies, and he said it had to be adjusted exactly right and held just right for it to have you know sufficient volume to be functional. But it was a great it was a great idea. It didn't work all that great, but I actually had to carve some uh, magnets that fit in this thing and I did repair it but that is probably the weirdest funniest idea I've ever seen did it make sense eh. I want to see it yeah you're gonna have to look maybe, up maybe national you can, guitar you can send us a, a photo of that map. Um, yeah. okay last one I want to ask about you uh, didn't see the pickup because it was you just didn't see it you only saw a wire going up to the, the bridge that you is have weird. to take it apart. This is weird and fascinating. Okay, my last my last pickup because we got to move forward. Um, rails. Oh yeah. So instead of having poles or screws yeah. or slugs, um, you have this rail that goes all the way across. Yep. And uh, basically, you have two magnets, kind of like a P90. Two magnets that uh, you have the same polarity of both the two magnets facing that rail uh, up against also this. known as blades that's right you say that blades that blades uh, and rails and they transfer the magnetic and and they uh, uh, some people like those because especially people that bend a lot oh when yeah you, okay like when you have a concentrated pull in one area you know and you bend especially if you have like a a uh 
I'm trying to think of a term that everybody don't understand, like a widespread humbucker, like a, a strat for a stratocaster that the poles are really so a real wide or the strings. long yeah. Like if you have your forty nine point two millimeter pole spread, a fifty three, which is a really a larger pickup. Uh-huh. So if you have the I'm sorry I'm losing everybody here. So you have a, a rail all the way across, you can bend the string and not lose any volume. Jet. Is that actually a jet? It sounds like a jet. I don't think so. I think they're dragging something. Okay. It sounds like a like a B fifty two or something yeah. humongous. Or like one okay. of those office yeah dumpster roller so bag. That things. might be what it is. Okay, so so, so the blades. I want to ask a question about yeah, the Yeah, ask a question. What do you got a question about? Why would you not always want that? Yeah, man, Jared. I don't, I don't know, man. Jared. It's a great question. It is a good question. I I okay, so uh, Allow, may I? I? I think I might have a. I might yeah, have ask an a question. I'd love to hear this. Okay, so wouldn't that create less focus on your strings? Wouldn't you be like, th- theoretically, the material in between, like your standard pole structures, would be picking up stuff on both sides, so it would make it less of a focus sound. Not really. Okay. Agreed. Not really. That's, that's a good <laughs> point, but. How no, we, how, help me understand that because well, that, that doesn't a, make a great, sense. A great point. I, I think it's worth pointing out. So point um, when you, what's uh, a good example here? When you're recording drums, typically you'd have two overhead mics, left yeah. and right. And one of the, the weird things with recording drums is sound travels at 1,132 feet per second. I knew that. So if your snare drum is underneath your left overhead mic, Mm-hmm. When you hit it, it's going to reach the right overhead mic slightly after. It'll bleed into it, right? Yeah, it'll bleed af- into it, but it w- will also be unaligned yeah. in the recording. But what's interesting about what we're talking about is uh, magnetic flux travels at the speed of light. Right. So there's no um, delay like there would be with sound. So, Dude, we just reached awesome nerd level, <laughs> like nerd elevation. It's true. Be traveling at about the speed of light for you. Yeah. Well, let me throw a wrench into that though, because when you you tap Please. on a you, when you tap on a pickup anywhere, when it's when it's live. Yeah. It it doesn't matter where you tap. It's always the same sound. Right. Sound, yeah. yeah. Volume. And like tap. if you're tapping on a cover, a, a covered humbucker. Yeah. Well, if you think so, about it, yeah. That why would it change the sound when you would bend then? Oh, Damn. Damn. I, just, I would bet you that just ruined would be my whole idea. Sorry. Micro fluxes emitted from the pull pieces yeah. that uh, would be like various small fountains Maybe. coming over the strings and, and like that are more powerful. It's a sprinkler. Yes, a yeah. sprinkler. So I think it does make a, huh. a slight difference, but not the kind of difference that's you know because it's, it's, like, a string oscillates anyway. So it's the string is traveling around, oscillating at a wide range anyhow. So. There's 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 so many more pickup questions that I still have, but we just don't have time right now. One more pickup question? No, I don't. We don't. We can't. We right, mustn't. We shouldn't. Because I think this next one's gonna. We shan't. Okay. Shall not. We'll bring it up again. Maybe we'll have a grab bag number two. What the hell, right? Alrighty then. Top four is. Top four. Yeah, I'll do effect right there. Top four is four, four, our four, four. favorite female. Guitar player. Ooh. All right, Chris. 
Um, Go ahead and say it for all of us. We almost all nah, said yeah. Bonnie Raitt, but I won um, in it. a feat of strength yes. against all of them to be able to have it be my top four. Yes. So we, I, I would say Bonnie Raitt and that her slide guitar style is maybe my favorite slide guitar. It, period. it is it's, magic to listen stanky. to for sure. It's just got so much... Mm-hmm. Swagger to it. She's just got it's so she plays so effortlessly. Too. Yeah, it's I mean, yeah, and she's got a great voice to go with it. Oh man, man. yeah, she's she the is beast class man. act. She's um, this cool lady. I wish she was my like aunt. Yeah, or something like that. That would be a cool aunt to have. That would be a cool aunt. All right, Jared. Okay, my favorite female guitarist, Nancy Wilson. I love Heart. They're, Heart is probably one of my favorite bands of all time. It's up there. Um, and they love one of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, so we have something in common. They love Led Zeppelin. <laughs> they something just think, yeah, we do. We have something. Okay. That's Led Zeppelin. Uh, I saw them at the Ohio state fair a couple of years ago and their whole last set, their encore set was all Zeppelin and they played it the best I've ever heard anyone play Led Zeppelin. So I, I love the way she plays. She had some cool guitars back in the day. Um, Crazy on you, or is that the song where the that has that acoustic solo in the beginning of it? Right, Crazy on you. Probably, she, sure. They it. all did at that point. Well, she's an ovation. Oh and, yeah, we on the stand. We love those. Yep, all that kind of thing, and the big but, giant uh, trench coat. Did you see the newer stuff she does live? She she's been using Epiphone Les Pauls. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. That's weird. Maybe she just... Hey, likes... Oasis rocked Epiphones too, man. Like, like back the, in the day. That's why I bought one. Like the bargain Epiphone Les Pauls. Like you're Nancy Wilson. Why do you need to buy the bargain Yeah. Deal? Does she smash them at the end? <laughs> Does she go crazy on it? So. I bet she was paid by Epiphone. That, that's probably a thing. <laughs> All right. Jeff... Ah, right. So I'm going to go with a probably a more unknown person that I've just been, uh, list- I haven't been listening to her because I don't even know if she has albums, but she has guitar teaching courses. That's crazy. It is crazy. And her name is Jess Lewis. And you can find a lot of her how stuff on she? jam tracks. Well, I'm not sure how old she is right now. She, it says she was 16 on some of these recordings. 16 years old. Crazy. And she's she really can, good. She's 21 now. She mimics like any guitar player pretty, pretty well. Yeah. Incredible, you know, accuracy and all the techniques. It's pretty amazing. So I just been like, when I first saw her, I was fascinated because she played an aristocrat song. I'm like, holy crap! Note for note, sounds just like it. That's amazing. At 16 years One old. One thing I'll give to us, especially what you and I, to us. is that we are true to the things we like. Exotic Woods, Aristocrats. 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 Aristocrats right? <laughs> it's a great movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Cats are amazing. Um, that's cool. Um, if you guys haven't heard her, uh, check her out on YouTube, uh, Jess Lewis, um, L-E-W-I-S. And uh, yeah, pretty remarkable. Somebody asked me, "What's my favorite?" What's your number four, Todd? Well, let me tell you. Um, I would say, you know, up to a certain point, I would have always gone with Joan Jett. 
I've mentioned her many times. Yes. I think she's a badass. She's like one thing. It's Joan Jett. <laughs> but my 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 guitar girl of choice is Brody Dahl. Like, hands down, that girl rocks harder than anybody I've ever, any other, m- most people, forget about girl or boy, whatever, that she just freaking rocks. She's a girl or a boy. Uh, she was the uh, she was the the lead of her band, the Distillers. Great, fantastic punk band. Now married to Josh Elmy. Um, I'm I know. See, th- that's that's one of those couples is like they got the trick E on both of their last names because Brody Dawes D A L L E I think, and then um, then her her husband Josh Elmy of of. Uh, Queens of the Stone Age has a, his E at the end, so I'm but probably butchering their last names. But um, I have everything that she's made, and it just she smokes, absolutely smokes. Um, and uh, I love her style of 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 playing and creating music. She just she's a badass. I like that. So them's them's the breaks, folks. <laughs> It's a good bumper sticker. Um, anyhow, all right, uh, that that is it. So thank you, gentlemen. I I think we we hobnobbed a little bit too much on the front end of that. That's my fault. I, I apologize. Don't know if we did. Yeah, I don't know if we did. I think I'm pretty it was sure we did. Than the whole pickup. It was about half of it. <laughs> my fault. Sorry. Um, so, anyways, fun. hey everybody! Thank you for listening, big time. We really appreciate it. We hope you like this episode. If you want us to talk about anything else, hit us up. Go to www.theguitarnobs.com and check out all of our episodes and whatnot. And always remember to subscribe. Yeah. Bye. Them's the breaks. Oh, that's it for these knobs. Please join us on facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar knobs and tell us what you think and share your stories and guitar stuff along with ours. You can also find us at twitter.com forward slash guitar underscore knobs and also at our website at guitarknobs.podbean.com. <laughs>